I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. another episode of the gold diggers podcast i'm your host today beatrice at the key underscore beatrice and i'm joined today by lauren at lauren coys joyce uh swifty stones on twitter sam at s for ck12 teams at t- sorry teamer at teams underscore gh how are you forgetting your own app? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ella at lfc Elms. and we finally have a liverpool fan in the building Way. you guys have welcome welcome <laughs> 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 for months searching for a liverpool fan and we finally have one yeah welcome ella welcome thank you, thank you. anyway we're moving on to stamford bridge where arsenal beat chelsea's ass one nil <laughs> teamer give us an overview of that game um, Chelsea had no control. Uh, we were terrible from minute one to minute 95. Um, no tactics, no patterns of play. Um, we were lucky to be going in at nil-nil at half-time. The defending for the goal was atrocious. Um, only Thiago Silva really did anything to try and really do anything in that game. Um, Potter got it seriously wrong from the tactics to the team selection, um, to him even being on the touchline. Yeah, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything was just a mess. Quite out. Anyway. Where should he have been in the sky? He should have been managing <laughs> on the south coast with the seagulls flying. I think, yeah, and his, his, his post-match um, comments were atrocious. Aubameyang, non-existent. Uh, that guy was walking on the pitch yeah the he was like, he was on the pitch but he, he wasn't actually playing the game he was just there he just wants to sunbathe he, he didn't want to come back to the Premier League I told you guys I told the group chat when we have a group uh, uh, Goldiger's group chat I told you guys he isn't going to do anything in that game nothing and his performance went exactly the way I thought it was it was going to be there was no surprise in anything he did the thing is like I don't understand like we were speaking before the pod I don't understand why Arsenal fans are so upset with him like even the way he said Oh, it's nothing personal. Not like, where's the thing? Like, say, it's nothing personal. Oh, it's nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's the fact that if you're going to say something like that, at least have some output. 
Exactly. And, and the thing is, like, I watched the video of the behind the scenes. Yeah. The Chelsea, the Chelsea guy goes to him, say it's nothing personal. He's like, it's nothing personal. I say, oh, this time I'm a blue or whatever. This time I'm a blue. I don't know why you guys... Like, he doesn't understand, like, to get to a standard, you need to be, like, Cesc Fabregas or you need to be, like, Giroud. Thank you, Arsenal, whilst you're lifting a trophy. Like, he's not... He doesn't... He hasn't embraced being at Chelsea, and that's is is very evident in in the. Because he came he to play for Tuchel, and then Tuchel left. We literally, the week to after be honest, he came. At the same time, he's not getting any creative output from anyone. If listen, if you're Bamiyang, create your own, create your own stuff. I mean, at his age, that's, isn't that a bit too much? No, to it's expect? not. No, look at Lewandowski at, at Barcelona. They're feeding him mm. there. Yeah. Who you're, you're they're surrounded by yeah, creativity. There's no, there's there's no, no creativity. Like, you, you, you are supposed to have yeah, what Sterling doing. No, no, you guys, you, Sterling you, looks up thinking he's going to see passes from Kevin De Bruyne and he's got. Meanwhile, he's got Mason Mount doing a cardio session. Man still thinks he's like in the trenches. Look, it ain't like that normal. He's got to work with what he's got. I just, I think, I think Aubameyang's performance for me, performances at Chelsea for me, have been lazy. And, but that is not, I'm not saying that's out of key with the rest of the attackers, but the truth is, it's been lazy. Spurs. And are you placing any blame on anyone else in the team? Or is um, that just solely Aubameyang being lazy? I never said it was just Aubameyang. Graham Potter is, hasn't, he's come in and has been, been very mediocre. I was not swept up by the unbeaten run. And in that unbeaten run, we looked unconvincing. Like, People talk about AC Milan at home and away, both home and away. Um, AC Milan at home was that way because they were atrocious. AC Milan away, if AC Milan had 11 men, Chelsea would not have won that game. Mm. So he has not impressed me in any games that he's managed. He hasn't done anything, uh, anything that is different from Tuchel. The performances haven't been better. I would argue they've been worse. The attack has been worse. The defence has been worse. The midfield, non-existent. So what is he really... <laughs> been you, worse. You know what it is? <laughs> Your midfield right now, you got Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Gallag- um, Gallagher and Mason Mount in 2022. That's insane. It's not insane because actually against um, Zagreb in the mid- uh, midweek, what's his name? Zachariah had a very good game. Why is he on the bench? Why, why, why is he... Like, as in, who... who this man is going to make me lose my mind because I don't understand. Like, I, don't, ball! <laughs> I don't understand why he's picking that team. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Let's take the spotlight off of Bamiyang and put it on Sterling for a minute, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> since Sterling has been in this team, yeah. what has he actually contributed? My friend, he's been playing left wing, right wing back, left wing back. Basically, every single position other than his, his natural position, what do you expect his outcome is going to be? Again, Tuchel did this. Chelsea fans were in uproar. Oh, my gosh, Hodgson Odoi at uh, uh, wing-back and Pulisic. Like, Graham Potter's come in and done exactly the same thing. I want, I want Chelsea fans to come with the same energy. Come, please, with the same energy. Everyone is talking about transition. Oh, we've got to understand it's a rebuild. There was none of this when Tuchel was here. So I want literally the same energy, the same, same energy. This is Chelsea Football Club. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. Okay. Do you think Tuchel knows who your best 11 are? I think Tuchel is a tactician. So even if he doesn't know our best 11, he's got the tactical nous to get the most out of that team. Okay. That, and that's the difference. I don't think... Neither of them do, but 
if, if I'm going into a one-off game or if I'm going into this league game, sorry, if I'm going into this league, if we're in the same position now, we have two goals, I'm confident Chelsea are going to put up a, a good fight to get top four. Right now, sitting here, Chelsea are not even going to finish sixth. They're not. But there's a reason Tuchel got fired. Like, your results or your performances weren't great either. And so, is... yeah, Potter has come in, but he's come into a difficult position. And made it worse. If you're sacking Tuchel, bring in a manager who's going to make the, the situation better. They, they brought in somebody who is... To be fair, he probably needs time. I, I, I hear it. But this is... But, You've got to understand the standards of the football club before Bowley came in. This is, it's not, it, we're not Arsenal, we're not Manchester United. We have, sta like, as in, like, our standards to kind of drop down as low as they are. Nah, this is not Chelsea. It's not, it's London Cowboys. I mean, Cowboys. you have a new owner, so this is the Chelsea now. Well, okay, well, let, let's see. Let's see how, let's see how the rot sets in. Because I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. A lot worse. Yeah, you've got, you, you got guess, a really top, like, you've got a touch rock bottom before you, you know, you start climbing yeah. that minute. Because so. I think it's fair to say that Potter is still learning the team and learning who the strengths of each individual. And we're, that, we're that not, is going to take time. We're not work experience. This is not work experience. <laughs> yeah, well, we should have had pre-season to do it. This is the problem. It's Bowley's... It's such a weird firing. If he had pre-season, I think you guys would have been... The way he ran the club, it just stinks. He shouldn't have sacked his manager a week after you close the transfer window. You bring him, even players like Aubameyang, because nobody knows why he came back, apart from Thomas Tuchel said, I need you. And he came back. And you sack your manager. And then... Do I think Potter? I think Potter probably needed an, an, another job before maybe he was ready yeah. for for a, a team like Chelsea. Anyways, that's why are we here? Why are we, we're not discussing Spurs. Um, but yeah, it just looks a little. But he's got a, a squad. I think that you know he's got egos who are who are probably bigger than he's ever managed. Like it's just there's a lot. There's a, a lot going job. on. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really, really big job, job. and I. I he, when you're at a Brighton, no one cares if you don't win in f in five games because it's like, oh well, they play nice football. They tried. When you when you lose a game and you and you're managing a big club, that's unacceptable. And it's kind of, you know, I just think that do, that Chelsea fans do, do think you know that Potter's oh, beneath them. Do you know what he said that was unacceptable? And I'm like, you are not. Imp he said the players were, were huffing and puffing. This is Champions League Chelsea. Huffing <laughs> and puffing, you know. That's how you describe your performance. Huffing and puffing. This isn't Brighton, bro. Yeah, no. there's no seaside. We're in West London. Like it's time. Like it's time to deliver. I was going to say, did something happen between Tuchel and the owner? Yeah, the owner wanted a pen pal. That's that's what happened. He basically he wasn't talking on the WhatsApp group chat. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Tuchel has made it very very clear from the moment he stepped in that he likes the old setup because he's not a director of football. So I, I get here fans are like, yeah, but he had he could buy it wherever he wanted. Tuchel never wanted to be in that position. You've put in that him in that position. He isn't comfortable. He wasn't comfortable, and then you're sacking him because he's not comfortable in the position that he'd already told you. That he wasn't comfortable in. It doesn't make any sense. Like all the decisions that Todd Bowley has has made in this at, at a football club, I think have set us back about three seasons. Getting rid of Marina straight away, getting rid of Czech, getting rid of Tuchel. You can't have that kind of revolution. It needs to be slow revolution rather than yeah. You were you were in transition. You needed yeah. some stability you whilst you're transitioning. And it's, it's it's insane to me because I think he thinks long term it's going to be okay, but. Let's be honest, like, they have, like, an investment group as part of the ownership. They're going to want a return. But the amount of money they're going to now have to spend 
they're gonna have to redo everything they've done in re undo what they've done in the summer mm. make it make sense <laughs> especially when you have other clubs like newcastle and them lot like it's you've got seven or eight teams are now competing for champions league football you haven't got time to mm. to, to actually rebuild because in three seasons there'll be more clubs coming it's nice. It's just, yeah, I look at Bowley and think, I think he's showing um, the difference between, I think the Americanization of, of sports, when you have franchises and they don't get relegated and no one really cares if you finish last and if you finish last, you get a first draft pick. I think he's showing that he needs to adapt to the way that the, the European model of, of sport is. And I just, mm. he hasn't done that yet. And, you know, he's pissing I off the fans. I think he's going to learn the hard way as well. Because mm. it's just not easy to come into a league and try and like, change stuff and make it all your way it's just not gonna work but we'll see what happens with with Chelsea let's move on to Arsenal Sammy how's that game for you um that game was fantastic to watch because obviously the first half of me annoyed me because boring um, as a neutral hmm? as a neutral it's boring you know what it is I feel like we, I, I, we came into that game because obviously it's a top six game. People want us to fail. So I wanted to kind of make us look in that time. It's like the first half annoyed me because we didn't, we missed out on so many chances. Like Jesus, as we've already spoken about, he's missing what, 11 chances? What, 11, 11 big chances 11 missed big chances. in the Premier League. And the problem is Jesus is such a good player overall. His link up play is great. His passing is great. Dribbling is great. But he's always... He's, I don't know why he's just not confident enough to just do what he needs to do as a striker. And I don't want him to bring his second second striker business from City here. I don't need that. I can't lie. Was he even a second striker? He, he wasn't. They, they called him no... They said they had no striker. Yeah. This, he was just non-existent at City. I thought he played on the left. Yeah. The thing is, he's just not clinical. I think that's the, that's the problem. That's why Pep wanted to upgrade. Because if you're going to compete, I think, for a league or, or even a Champions League your strikers have to be clinical and he wasn't. I mean, yeah, we literally called him Gabriel Born Offside. He's useful all season. <laughs> like, every single time he was on goal, he was somehow offside and we just started to like, when we needed him the most, he kind of just wasn't exactly what we were asking for, especially because when we had bought him, it was basically sort of easing him in so that when we knew that Aguero was ready to leave, we'd have him over. and he wasn't sort of what we were expecting, basically. I remember at the start of the season when Jesus came, Arsenal fans were so excited, gassing him up. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, he's like, so amazing. I still I still love him. I still think he's a really good player. It's just that um, I don't know what he's going through right now. I don't know what it is, but he needs to get out of this stink. He, because can, see, he, can, all, see that, he can see that Arsenal are not going to win the league, so he's like, I can't be asked. All I, all, all <laughs> I remember, where's that coming from? Just saying, all I'm saying is, last time I checked the Testament, it didn't say anything about... Uh, Jesus resurrecting um, his ability on, you know, scoring on goal or something like that. So um, there's only one sort of resurrection, and I, I think it's uh, going to happen around Easter. You won't be scoring any time. No Sundays. Yay! He won't be there. Um, hey! You've got to leave. Man, I've got to wait till April to see something. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a top four striker. He's not a striker that's going to win you the league. That's why he got moved on. And I think... Probably Arsenal, maybe ahead of schedule, and no one was expecting you guys to have the start to the season that you're having. And I think when you're trying to maintain top of the league, you just need a striker that you can guarantee that will get to maybe two goals every game. No, it's true. It's true. And the thing is, though, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything bad about him because I feel like he's going to come back. And when he does... Do you not think it's just time for Arsenal fans to accept that this is who he is? 
he's just that player that's just going to miss loads of chances. But then at the same you know, time... You know, Chelsea's already done it, you know. Just like Sterling, that's why... Yeah, just like Sterling, that's why he was sold. Pep is not going to allow his his players who he really believes are integral to like winning his, his league title and his Champions League. He's not just going to let them go willy-lilly to his rivals. There's clearly a reason why someone like Sterling was allowed to leave, Jesus was allowed to leave. This fine, is their level. It's fine to have a player like Jesus, but your other forwards have to have the output. See, but this is what this one's like. Chelsea and Arsenal have the same problem here at the moment, where yeah. it's like Sterling and Jesus are expecting crosses from KDB yeah. and not getting nice. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the same problem. We do not have the same problem. We do not have the same problems. You have more problems. Yeah. 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 Arsenal are in a much better position. We can definitely rely on Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard. Jacquard to at least provide output for us. Their output, not really sure where that. And then I guess you could just you know rely on Jesus to create for those people. And he, and that's what he does because a lot of the times he's in positions where he can create. That's what I love about him because he's he's always able to take on his man. He's always getting into and just driving forward. That's what I love about Jesus. And at least there's always going to be someone to make the goals happen. Sancho can't do that. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I was so cold for. The conversation isn't about Sancho, so we're not going there. My man's injured and he's still catching straight. He's injured. He's ill. Oh, is he ill? He's ill. I don't even know that. I don't know. He's ill. He has something. Anyway, let's, let's move on yeah, to Sancho. Lack of ability you have taken on this man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Saka Saka so far for Arsenal has has come through when Jesus hasn't Um, what do you make of his performance today? Um, today I felt like he wasn't um, as present as he usually is but he's still a relentless player I feel like he's very integral to the system no matter where no matter what we need him to do he'll do it so he's been great so far this season and that, you know, the little yellow card incident where he retaliated. What did you make of that? I thought that was a bit petty, to be honest. Like, it was just not needed. But <laughs> Cucciarelli, I don't know what his issue Sounds like some like, Spanish designer brand. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> um, but um, I'm surprised that he didn't get the foul. It was, a, fa- it was a foul. It was it a was foul. A foul. Yeah. So Saka got it after because it was just unnecessary. But he didn't even need that foul was so unnecessary from what Saka did, but at the same time, why does he get the yellow and he didn't? Do you think it wasn't fair then that he got a yellow card for the for both, no, both of them should have got the yellow. Yeah. That's why I was a bit like, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Why is it Saka that gets it? You know, I, I never thought I'd see the day that you've got Saka that's reacting petulantly and then Jacka when they're trying to start on him, Jacka's just stood there like... Not even swinging to get a red no, card. No, we need, we need, Jacko. We don't need that. He needs to sleep on those matches. That's why. We need, no, we need a mature Jacko, please. We can't have them days he's back again. He's maturing because he, he, just, he, he thinks he's going to finally play Champions League football as well. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this when you actually win against us, which you yeah, haven't done in three seasons. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Bring me a European trophy and then we can talk. Oh, yeah. God. I don't know why Chelsea has this much. Like, so the thing is, you guys, you guys roll so Did you eyes. hear that? It was the only chant today. You guys <laughs> roll your eyes. It's easy. If it's easy, you would have done it. We've done it twice. If it was easy, if you would have won easy, today. If then. it was easy, Man City would have done it. If it was easy, Tottenham would have done it. Hey, wow. Hey. <laughs> wow. If it was easy, 
Sorry, but which person said it was easy? We're talking about today. I'm just saying that you guys roll your eyes like, oh, oh my gosh, here they go again, talking about Champions of Europe. It's not easy. That's why That's why you've got to celebrate it. You haven't won You haven't won a significant trophy in 19 years. Come to me when you when you won the league or Champions League. Before then, I don't want to hear nothing about London being red and all of this kind of bullshit, man. It's oh, all bullshit. Really? Anyway, yeah. when Quidditch ball continues to fail, I will be here to make okay, sure that you, you see. Be there. You I'm here. You stand right there. You sit, sit I'm right there. Yeah. Because at the end of the season, we're both going to be here with the same trophy count. Zero. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Also not winning Jack. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm. 100%. No, but why, what makes you so confident? I just, I, don't think, I just don't think Arsenal are going to win anything. I just don't. But why? You have to have some reason. The reason is that I just don't think that they have the squad depth and um and you do technical i said we're not going to win anything either i said we're all both going to be don't sitting put us in the same category as you man we're gonna both going to be sitting here both going to be sitting here trophy count zero Nothing. are you sure okay Nada. Cool. we're gonna roll it back oh roll it back man <laughs> okay what do you what do you think you're gonna win that doesn't even matter no 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 you know what we're gonna win okay so it doesn't matter either did i say that I you're didn't say confident. that we're not confident. So, but so you said run it back, so that means you're... You think... No, I want to make sure. When we're sat here in May... So yeah. you think you're going to win a trophy? Of course. That, which that team deserves which a trophy? trophy. Okay, which trophy? Which trophy? Yeah. Well, FA Cup trophy? League Cup? Not happening, not happening. It's not happening? No, it's not happening. Oh, when cities smack you at the league, they can game. smack us. That's fine. As I said, Give we're both going to sit here with zero trophies. <laughs> Anyhow, anyway, let, let's move on. I actually think Arsenal's going to win something, but we'll just Good see. For you. And just... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> see, British will make someone bitter. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, let's move on to. Let's have a little discussion about Mount and Saka, two English players. Um, that have been doing quite well for their respective clubs, whether you respect them or not. Um, Timo looks quite, kind of angry. Are you okay? I'm fine. Like, I just don't know why we're having this conversation. Why you don't like you, you don't like Mount? I, I don't mind Mount, but I don't think it's I don't think it's com- a comparable conversation. I actually think it's quite a fair one on Saka. Wow, because, you said something with sense. Because I think Saka. Because I think Saka hasn't had the ability to lead his... This is, this is not me capping. This is me being serious. Mm-hmm. Mount has led his team to a European trophy. He's led his team to significant trophies, whereas Saka hasn't. He hasn't had that opportunity. So I, I don't think it's fair to have that conversation until Saka is in the, the Champions League and it's fighting... You know what I mean? Like, he, he's fighting for that kind of prestigious trophy. You can't compare... It's, it's, not, it's like comparing apples and oranges. It's not fair because... Realistically, Mount was it was in, integral to a massive part of our recent success, and you know the trophies that we've also won in the last how many seasons. Saka's only won an FA Cup. It's okay, unfair. but currently, <laughs> as it stands, Saka is you know leading his team currently in their current success. Yeah, yes, they haven't won, won anything. anything. They haven't he won anything, anything yet, successful. but you don't know if they are going to go but on to. But then we can have that conversation. Then I don't. I think it's unfair. Does anyone else agree with that? <laughs> I wouldn't compare them just purely because I don't think they play the same position. So I think, because I think it naturally will always compare output. And I don't think 
you know, soccer playing as a wide forward isn't the same as Mount who's here, there, everywhere. Mm, yeah. So I don't, I won't, I wouldn't expect the same number of goals and position if Mount was in my team in comparison to if Saka was in my team. So I think it's, it's hard to compare those two. Um, I do, I would, I, I, I agree with you in terms of we need to see Saka play against the best players in Europe. We haven't seen that yet because Arsenal haven't been in the Champions League. Um, but, you know, if we're looking at the start to this season, yeah, then Saka's clear. Like, but I, I think it's very hard to single out Chelsea players when their team is in disarray because the whole team stinks up top, realistically. <laughs> so it's, you know, picking out somebody um, as the weak link when they're all terrible. But I feel like in these situations, in these game setups, Mount should be the person that's creating something. Why? Why Mount? Why, 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 why not, not Mount? Why not let's, let's talk, let's, like Mr. Kai Havertz as well, you know? Yeah, Kai Havertz. So, yeah. True. Even today, the Havertz was stinking up the place. But it's like those kind of situations, as a big game player, you're not turning up at the big game. Mm. But he's done it before. He's, he's turned up in big games before. Which games? He's, um, uh, he's scored against Liverpool. He's scored against, I think he scored against Manchester United. He scored, against, he scored big, big goals for us in big games. So why did but, he score today? Why didn't Saka score today? Like, wh- wh- how do you, what do you want me to say? No, but my point is, you're saying that he's that big game player. I know said he's, he's, I said he's turned up in big games. So why and didn't he turn up today? And he's turned up in significant finals as well. But why didn't he turn up today? I don't know. The team was stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Asking that like, she has the phone number or something like. Yeah. I think we're gonna move on to Liverpool's first because I think I've had that. I've had enough of Chelsea <clears throat> and Arsenal for the minute. Um, Lauren, how did that match go? Um, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, second half FC. That's what we've been for the last few games. Do you think um, that's sustainable though to be second half FC? No, I don't think it is. But I, I also I. I accept that we're playing 45 minute games because our players are tired. When you look at the starting lineup, we had our 33 year old left wing back playing in the front two because of, we don't have None of our attackers are fit bar Kane. Um, So uh, we look so, so much better. For example, when Kuliseski came on, we, we looked like a team that was actually could create some chances. And I think based on our second half performance, we deserved a point, but, you know, it is what it is. We're we're starting slowly, but I I generally think it's because the players don't think they can sustain the intensity over ninety minutes because they're tired. Um, is that down to Conte's coaching? Um, yeah, I think if you're going to play in in any one system, I think in the big six, probably the most demanding physically is Conte's. And I think when you've got some Eric Dyer missed one game this season. Harry Kane started the last. I don't know, 10, 12, 15, like in a row. So it's mm. it's tough to to play Conte ball, I think, midweek at the weekend, which is why, for example, I don't think that's why he's done hasn't done well in Europe because asking some of his players to play that intensity of, of football, because we are a team that plays out of possession, you run more. Um, but... I also don't, my, I don't, I don't know. I don't think the alarm bells are set. And if someone would have told me at this point going into the World Cup, you're in the top four and you win your Champions League group, I don't think we've underachieved as, as a team. I, I don't really know what people were expecting from people us. People expecting you to finish second. So was I actually, but I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't expecting Arsenal to 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 have been playing as well as they have. People been. were expecting you to have won the window, the summer window. <laughs> 
I don't really know what you want me to say. I just think, I, I think, I, I think in the summer, the expectations on on Spurs were blown way out of proportion. Having, as I said, someone who's experienced Conte football, it's gone exactly how I, I imagined it. Actually, slightly better. She's sitting there like this. To be fair, they haven't done that bad. We haven't. They do you know, do you know the team, in 2022, the, the team that scored the second most goals behind City is Spurs. Yeah, but well, you have this, this connotation that we're a negative. We score goals. But I think... Sooner or later, second half FC or whatever, or, or whatever your 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 nickname is, gonna I think it's like, going to be like five aside football, basically. <laughs> but I, I think we'll be... I think we will get better. I think once we're able, if if we look but, at the World Cup coming soon as well, mm. Kulisewski won't go. Injury, I'm not gonna lie Listen, to you. that ankle injury is coming. <laughs> Maybe it will come, and I think we have had today our best defender was injured. We didn't have Son, Kulisewski couldn't start, Mora couldn't start, Richarlison not in the squad. In in terms of if you break down the Spurs team versus the Liverpool team, you're taking the Liverpool defence, you're taking the Liverpool attack that started today, the midfield, maybe it's debatable. But I could say the same thing about Chelsea. Okay, fine, then maybe you're taking the the Liverpool midfield too. So that team that started today was better. So I thought, what was the expectation on us in in that game? You're missing five first team players. You've got a, you, 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 Are they all playing in five first team players all playing in the same position? Well, you have you have Reece James, who's basically our only wing back. You have Kante, who's basically our only midfielder. Not all in the same position. But exactly, got, that's you, the but difference. You've got, but you've got four or five first team players out. It's not an excuse. Like you build a team. You build a, a squad. When you lose your whole section, like is in terms of our forwards, and only Kane is fit enough to start a game out of our whole out of our forward base that has an impact on your team that has an impact on your creativity and your ability to score goals if none of them can play a ball your striker I don't know man I think if you look at Son Son always has injuries every season you look at Ricarlison is always out at some point in the season you, you buy better in my person, in, in we opinion. did buy better. We bought in Richarlison. There's the first time in our life that we've even actually in our life in a good five years that we've even had a second striker who also picks up injuries what can we do? So who else was there available on the market? Jesus. <laughs> so an, another striker that doesn't score goals. We didn't need a goal scorer. We, we have Kane. We needed cover. But I, I think we're massively affected by... It's not the number of injuries. It's the injuries in the position because they all play the same position is, is where we're, we're, we struggled. But equally, like I said, we won our Champions League group... That was vital um, mm-hmm. to, to actually get out of the group. And we're still in and amongst it in top four. I, our squad is not good enough to win a league title. So whether we finish second or whether we finish fourth, as long as we get through and we, and we go to the Champions League next season, well, I don't, I don't really, I don't, think we're under, I don't think we're underachieving. What did Klopp do in the league in his first year? What did Pep do in the league in his, in, in his first year? Conte has literally been here for a year. He, he picked the, up... He won the league in his first year at Chelsea. Playing no European football at all. Mm. He picked up... Last, a year ago, we were eighth or ninth in the league and we couldn't yeah. get out of the Europa Conference League group. We've just won our Champions League group and we're still in the top four. In, in, in a congested season. Yeah. I, I feel what, like on what, paper, more? Spurs are doing just fine. Like, we expect them to play better football, but on paper, they've actually done okay. Yeah, the results last you've been good. Yeah, 100%. You said do... that they were going to challenge for the league. Who's you so, lot? Who, who said we were going to challenge for the league? Uh, City and Tatarai. I still believe City and Tatarai is by themselves. The episode? No, no, I think that. it was the press. We, we agree that the press were hyping up Tottenham a little you bit. You also just said that you 
I said they will come second. I didn't say they were going to challenge for the league. So second is not challenging for the league now? No, no really. I think since when I think since when Champions League come, 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 come second and then challenge. Sorry, Arsenal, sorry. Anyway, let's move it over to Liverpool side. Ella, how did that game go for you? Uh, it was a bit of a game of two halves. First yeah. half, I was actually quite surprised because the first five minutes, I was surprised how much space Tottenham gave us, especially in between the lines. I think Nunes had like two opportunities with the Liverpool. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. It was really bad, so we were really exploiting the space. It looked really comfortable. Tottenham had a couple moments, I think. Um, Perisic? Perisic hit the, hit the bar. Um, but other than that, first half, we were comfortable. Second half, completely different story. Tottenham came out well. Um, yeah, we had we hanged on a bit at the end, but yeah, it was an important win for us because I think that's our first, yep, first away win in, this, uh, yeah. in the league. So this season, yes. yeah. Wow. Nah, they've been yeah, poor away. Tired, man. Look at Eric, Eric Dyer just giving them goals. But <laughs> it's okay. Extremely yeah. poor away from home. So for us to start quickly was actually a surprise. Um, I thought Tottenham would make it much more difficult for us. I think that was the most. Surprising thing for me, I thought they were just gonna. Have you not watched yeah, the, us in the first half? No, no, no. But, <laughs> no, but she's saying she thought you would sit back and be yeah, quite yeah, compact. Yeah, because that's that's actually what we struggle with. That's what we struggle with, especially with Leeds and Nottingham Forest. God forbid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't even break them down. So I was thinking Tottenham are missing key players. They're gonna sit back, make it difficult for us, and then maybe grow into the game. But from the first minute, we were quite dominant, and then. You gave you Tottenham gave themselves too much to do in mm. the second half. And do you think your top four hopes are still alive with that win? Uh, we're clutching. We're really, <laughs> we're really holding on. I think the inconsistency of Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham. And yeah, they've been good, but you know they can have some um, inconsistent results. I think we're just about holding on. I think we need to beat Southampton. Thank God for this World Cup because I think Liverpool have been. Very poor at this, yeah. at this at, at the start of the season. So hopefully we can kind of refresh. We have a transfer market where we need to sort out our whole midfield. Yeah. We need we actually need to buy a midfield because <laughs> as as you can see in the second half, the legs just went. Fabinho, Thiago, an amazing player, but we just don't have the legs in midfield to compete anymore. And what happened to Fabinho? What's happened to him? I, I don't know. It's like he's aged off a cliff. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Any, I don't think any Liverpool fan expected this drop off from Fabinho because I don't know. He's just like a completely different player. He just mm. he just can't run anymore. It's just he just played him to the ground. He went from being one of like it's probably like, the best in his position. It's yeah. like when you get in the league, to, like your, your age starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like wow. It's it's almost like he's moving as if he's thirty eight now or something. It's Not so Thiago Silva level, obviously, but like a normal thirty eight year old. <laughs> Like a yeah, it's but so much easier to get past him. Like we actually need midfield surgery. We need to buy two midfielders at least to try and secure top four. So. What's it like as a Liverpool fan who you know over the past few seasons you've been called you know one of the best teams in Europe, and this drop off? What is that like as a fan? It's called a reality check. Only won one Premier League. Fairs. We've won yeah. everything. Only, only, only Man United, Saints, Ferguson have won everything, by the way. But that's just that. anyway. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting this drop off. But it's a lesson that Liverpool needs to learn. You cannot rest on your laurels. You have to constantly keep improving, especially with a team like City. You have to, you have to keep adding players. Klopp is love. His strength 
is also his weakness. He's very loyal to players and he doesn't know when to let certain players go. And that's really affected us. I don't know how... He let him... the wrong player go. Yeah, exactly. Mane shouldn't have gone anyway. But to be honest, Mane wanted to leave. We, we couldn't really do much about that. But I'm telling you, if Mane didn't want didn't want to go, what we'd have Mane, Firmino, Salah again. And Yeah, having that for how many... Years. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's a lot. And that's not good. You need to constantly... I know we've got Josh, but you need to constantly evolve. Um, and I don't know how him... Mike Gordon, Julian Ward sat on that table and looked at our midfield and said, we just go again because we've got, it's full of injury prone players, young players, Elliot Carvalho, who are good talents, but are not ready. And then you've got the likes of Henderson, um, Milner. Granddad Milner, man. Granddad Milner, still going strong. And then you've got Fabinho, who we didn't expect the job of, but it's just, we haven't even really got one central midfielder we can actually rely on. Because Thiago's our best midfielder, but we just we just can't stay fit all the time. Mm. So he's he's a bit of a luxury. So if, you know, to to go into the season without adding to our midfield was a, a massive mistake, and we have to rectify that in general. So coming into this season, what were your expectations prior to everything that has has actually happened? Um, not buying a midfielder, I expected us to finish at least second, but yeah. That's, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Do you think I you'll think... actually get one in, in, in January, though? As in one of the required quality, I think, to, to get your midfield down for, out of the trenches? This is the thing. This is the difficult position we put ourselves in because we have to. We can't even just get one. We have to get two. Because when I say we have no legs in the field, we have no legs. The likes of Naby Keita... Probably our best. I forgot about him. That exactly. guy. Yeah. Exactly. He's he, hasn't even touched yeah. he hasn't He hasn't played minutes at all. I think he got injured. Um, Again. In training. So, you know, it's just. So let's talk about your additions. Nunez. 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 I can't say his name. Um, how has he been, do you think? I think he's getting better. I think. I think maybe Liverpool fans want to get overboard with comparing him with Haaland. Yeah, but, that was, honestly, <laughs> but, that was insane. But Played the I same think, position. Fair, but I think he's he's a goal scorer. He'll get chances. He'll score goals. I he's think so he's, funny to watch. He is, he is hilarious. He's. He... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. He just causes so much chaos. You don't know what he's going to do. I just think 
it's a bit raw. Um, his touch isn't always there, makes the wrong decisions. But I think he'll get better as time goes. He's getting better. His goals and assists per 90 is actually really good. So I just think as, the more he plays, the more he plays with this front three. I think he's got a good relationship with Salah, starting to develop. Then yeah, I'm, I'm quite... I'm, I'm content. So who are your front three at the moment? Because it keeps like chopping and changing. Yeah, it's because um, Jota and Diaz got long-term injuries. So we're kind of playing Nunes, Firmino, Salah, but it's a very narrow um, front three because there's no obvious left winger that we can play. It's more like Robertson's kind of operating on that left on his mm-hmm. own. But I think that's what we're gonna. I think that's what we're gonna stick with um, until Jota or Diaz come back. But yeah. Do you think so far they've managed to have a good relationship or are they still still struggling? They're, it's been okay. I don't think our forwards have been the problem. It's been our midfield and our defence that have been the main... Because we cannot we cannot stop conceding goals. And that's Tiana been the Trent. problem. Tiana <laughs> 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 Yeah, Trent has been very questionable this season, I have to say. He's been poor. Just this one? No. <laughs> no, just, no, just... no. I think people are harsh on him when it comes to defending. I think it's... That's his role, though. I, Debatable because he's not. Mm? A conv- no, 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 You're no. sorry, but a full back's no. primary job no, no, no. is to defend think, the goal. I think she's got a point though it because is. the reason is it's more like you can't really say that Klopp is paying him out of position. But when you're asking the guy to defend when he's clearly playing like a midfielder, so he's a failed midfielder. It, 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 and no, he's not a it's failed just not. midfielder. It's just that he's creating from a not an, an unconventional position. He's not a normal right back. It's a comparing to other right backs. I think it's a bit silly because. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry about it. He's failing from that Reese James shaped high horse. Honestly, Liverpool fans will make the, the most no, excuses for Trent. No, but he can't no defend. He can't defend. He's not defender 100%. So why is he defending? Why is he playing the ball back then? Why is he still playing there? Trent has won everything. Yeah, in the, posi- no, no, no. in the position he's been in, his creative stats are insane. He's up there Whoa. with De Bruyne. He, he, what, yeah, but his job is. It, I I no, feel no, like no, it, as long as he plays job. in as long as he plays in the no, full back position, no, where you're going to look, you have no, to look no, no, at what he but, does defensively. This, this is the thing: a right back's job is to defend. Fair, I understand that, and he is a right back, but he's not a conventional right back. We don't use this him. Ain't Spain, man. We don't use him. What new position do we call him? Oh, Might as well be a right winger no, then. He, he kind Literally. of is. He's kind of is like a right midfielder because but, the but he, he is. Even if you look at his heat map, he's not actually in line with the defense. It's literally two, and then Robertson and then Trent much further forward. It's we use him as our almost as our De Bruyne. He is our creative outlet, and we and Yeesh. the reason we were so good in that nineteen twenty season, the eighteen ninety season, is because we had Henderson who constantly covered that space. So Trent didn't have that responsibility. And so now, he didn't have to defend back then. Why? So he, and now, now, and now, he's, <laughs> now, he's, now he's being asked to defend more because the midfield isn't there. And, and the holes. Yeah, yeah, the holes are, the holes are there. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, but we have changed that midfield role. So the right midfielder isn't to cover Trent anymore because we have Elliot on that side. Elliot isn't, isn't a, a def- like a, a proper defensive midfielder. He's an attacking midfielder, so the dynamic is different. 
I just think honestly, like, <laughs> just yeah. saying you can't defend, yeah. like, no, but you can defend, like, there was moments. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not with you on that one. No, 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 because there's so many different aspects of defending. I will agree with you that one, yeah, one, one of defending, them is, you know, you're all around that, but one, yeah. Ask your friend, <laughs> Virgil van Dijk. No, but you have to, I would say probably, <laughs> when you look at the goals that Liverpool can see, yeah. at least 50% of them probably were, you will oh, see Trent in the clip. You will see Trent not defending in the clip. That's fair, but. I think one-on-one defending is definitely a weakness of his. But to say he doesn't defend at all, he doesn't defend well at all, I think it's false. Because when he does defend well, no one speaks about it. Yeah, but, but even Foden can play defence Because he should be doing his job. That should be his job. But it is his job, but it's also something people emphasise he absolutely cannot do. And I don't think that's true. I think one of He can do it. He can. Because you... No matter how no matter how successful you are, you can't you can't win all you can and not be and not and have a weakness like that in defense. You can't. But you just said Henderson was covering up the weakness. He was covering it. So we so we so we were able to adapt to that. This is the problem that we have a massive space because Henderson no longer has the legs or whatever to cover Trent anymore, we have that big space where it's being exploited by every team. Having, not having Kandate also. <laughs> Wait, so why can't Trent adapt? Why can't he go back to the space he vacated and do something? They fall back. I'm just so confused. <laughs> literally, like, literally, the sky hasn't fallen, so Trent can't do his defending. I agree, so. I agree this season he has been very poor. But I'm saying in last season and seasons before, I actually don't think he's as bad defensively as people say. No, he's been, been bad. He's this, been season, bad. this season, I would agree with you that he has been poor. And most of it actually is just effort. He Sometimes he just doesn't look like he wants to defend. He's learning from his friend Virgil van Dijk. I mean, fair. But he's, he's, <laughs> fair. He, Virgil has been poor this season. I feel like where, where you dominated games previously, yeah. those weaknesses weren't showing. They were covered because you were dominating the games. Now that you're not anymore, now everyone's mm. weaknesses are starting to show. And mm. I think that's the actual problem. Not that he can defend, because he can't. He just can't. It's not his strength, and that's okay. But to say he can't defend, that means he's not capable. He is capable. Okay, but, but he's not he doing it. He can, but he's not able. It's true, he's not doing it. But I look at like, the game against Man United, and it's just effort sometimes. It's just actually wanting to get there. As Gary Neville's because he's not in it's not in his nature. It's it's not it's not in his nature to defend. In interviews, he said he doesn't play. He plays the game, not the position. So oh yeah, he says he says that. This is the problem with Trent that he he says things that are utter nonsense. Like just play football as a right wing back or right back. No, but I think to judge him as purely as a right back actually limits how good of a footballer he is. No, but that's his position. But against Tottenham, if you just look at how he played technically, some of the passes that he was that he was pulling off. It's insane, this level. Okay, so we should just forget. And if Son was there, he would have been exposed no, to high heaven. So actually, I don't think so, because I think Konate actually played pretty well today, and I think he would have covered him. So we should just forget about him as as a right wing no, and just no, no, think no. about him as a footballer. Why doesn't he, he just change position? I don't understand. Why does he play you there? You can say that about any footballer. It's really, it's really is down to Klopp, because no, I sit here thinking, reason, will Klopp ever decide to play I understand him? why Klopp doesn't put him in central midfield, because in that right space, he has more space to be able to, to do what he does. And in central midfield, it's more um, congested. But it doesn't matter which position he plays, he still has to defend. 
So it's something that will always be there. Yeah, but he, that expectation won't then be on him if he's That's not a right true. back. That's true. And then but there's got people behind. If he makes mistakes in midfield, at least there's people oh, behind, behind him to, to but, do the job. But to be honest, even Klopp spent like ten minutes talking about Trent's role. He doesn't. He expects um, whoever whoever whoever's beside Virgil is usually Canate or Fabinho to cover that space. He because Trent is so high up sometimes that sometimes it's difficult for him to come back. So it's. I don't think that's an excuse because sometimes I look at I look at Luke Shaw for example when he's up that he has to track back like we don't care, we have that expectation it's, from him it's, if you're not in your position you're getting called out like and, you and if, be he, if he wants to you play should, for England he is gonna have to track is. back I like I don't rate Southgate anyway I don't really I'm not really that bothered with who plays for England can like, I ask you a question <laughs> if you were Southgate then who are you picking as the right the right wing back if everyone is fit I just want to hear this with my oh yeah this is obviously in 4K. <laughs> yeah, but Trent's not a right wing back. Guys, there's actually no winning. Because apparently Trent has his magical position that no one else in the world plays the same But when you have a player that good, sometimes it's it's sometimes you can allow things. Like for example, I don't know. Actually, I'm not even going Oh, Ella, you're really fighting for your no, life. No, no, oh, no, because you're doing it so effortlessly, like a friend Virgil van Dijk. No, because I actually, I actually, I value so much Trent so much as a footballer. I've seen him grow throughout these four years and he's so integral to us attacking-wise. But sometimes I can excuse the defensive work. This season, not so much. He's been extremely poor and his lack of effort sometimes has really wound me up. But Is it lack of effort or can he just not do it? No, 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 he can do it because I've seen the guy do it. He can do it. It's just some because I rem- I'll never forget that Sancho goal um, that we conceded um, against Man United, and all you had to do was follow his runner. That's it, and he would have blocked. And he would have blocked the shot. It's just not concentrating, not being switched on, not wanting to go back, but not you, wanting you, to get in. You, you've you've spent five minutes talking. Yeah, about yeah. you haven't answered the question. <laughs> Your Southgate, who are you picking as the right wing back or right back? If everyone is fit. Right, wait, right, right back or right, right wing back? Right wing back, In the system, I'd pick Reese James as right wing back. As a right back, I'd still pick Trump. Huh? Finish. I thought you were going to say Carl Walker, you know, but okay. Finish. You're never coming on. If you're in the manager, everyone, everyone, forget about... Because England struggle with creating chances. And Trent is there. He's one of the best at it. What I'm saying is, if you're in the manager... But so does Reese James. Oh no! Come on, come on! Creative wise, Trent is level. So come on! No, come no, no, on. no! no. Reece James on. is very, very good. Very good, but he's very, not very. Trent very no, 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 no! Have we seen us without Reece James? So. <laughs> hey, look, but anyways, that doesn't even matter because realistically, the only person I know that definitely cannot defend is Emerson Pauper, unfortunately. What? Why? Why? Why are we look, here? We look, are look, discussing look, English rankings. Don't trigger me. Let me lie. I've already forgotten the specials Conte is a criminal because I've seen people do more time carrying half a gram of weed than what that guy did. <laughs> how can you? How can you not play Emerson? When you like, obviously, when you needed so to can qualify, we just, can we go back to that line just one more time? <laughs> so I can... There's been people that have done more time carrying half a gram of weed than what Conte did midweek. <laughs> How did he leave? He left 
Emerson off because he knew he needed to secure a position. So why the hell are you playing Emerson versus Liverpool when you need to get rid of him? What's going on? I what is going know. on? You know, there's just, there's, every time we play here, I could wheel up the clips. Say we, we can wheel up the tread clips. Oh, Emerson has got the ball, he's under no pressure and my man just clears the stands. Or he, or he crosses the ball and it goes for a throw-in on the other side. I... I can't lie, I'm still on the half of ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. The bullets that have been... <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and I, you know, to be honest, we're sat here talking about um, Trent and and he continues to play because of his creativity. Like, that, yeah, uh, look, uh, em- Emerson, Emerson can't pass, he can't cross, he can't shoot and he's terrible 1v1. He's all that money. <laughs> Ooh, that oh, money. oh I, I don't know how much we paid how for him, people? but he shouldn't. It isn't even worth twenty p. <laughs> um, I um, yeah, I I I I'm speechless because every time I see him, I think, well, what 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 can we expect from the right hand side if we have him? If we call so. that right back, my friend. Hey, look, we're going to talk yeah, about so we talk about Castle in a second. And oh yeah, we're moving. Yeah. We're to City right <laughs> now. Actually, <laughs> so how did that City game go for you? You know what? It it was. I sometimes I just I feel like we sometimes just do things because people see us as such a boring club sometimes like we just have to create some stupid madness on the pitch because there was no need for that we were already one up with Alvarez's goal and it was great and I'm, I'm so happy to start uh, seeing him sort of ease into his position a lot more it's really hard for him considering he's very very short and all we ever seem to do is whipping crosses and they go right over his head because he's that short uh, but. It's okay, you should jump like Martinez. <laughs> um, but no, in, in, I don't know. It was such a such a stupid challenge in the box, to be quite honest. And it's, it's not the first time that we've seen Cancelo do something that just kind of doesn't make sense. We, Why are you still laughing? Our top three in the league, Martinez. But uh, yeah, as, as Pep said, it, it literally was a case of well, the the card was handed, what, 30th minute into the game or something mm-hmm. like that? It didn't make sense to put in the challenge. We're one up sort of thing. Leave it between the the, 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 goal, the potential goal scorer and God. At the end of the day, you're already there. <laughs> I'm convinced. Edison Can- is there. I'm convinced. What's the point? I'm convinced that Cancelo wanted next week off. because I'm convinced because there was like, I'm convinced he just wanted to make sure he doesn't pick up any injuries before the World Cup. Because there was, there was literally no need for that, mm-hmm. realistically. And... I don't know what uh, what you were saying. Another red card should have been given for Sino yeah, because offense. there was um, Trent pushed over oh, Sessegnon, our friend Trent, in the box, <laughs> and like for like, I, it's not. It wasn't a goal scoring opportunity, but the fact that Cancelo's push was given as a foul, and obviously the red card because he denied the goal scoring opportunity. For me, the, the the push is the same, and it's the twenty four hours later. It's not consistent. It's not consistent. But I think the circumstances are quite yeah. different in that it was quite literally a one yeah. on one sort of thing. He was one on one, about to take a shot. Cancelo came to push him. In, in Trent's case, it, it wasn't a goal scorer. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not asking Trent to be sent off. I was asking for the penalty because it's a foul. 
I, I think it was about. It, it was so. It would have been so soft. But fair. yesterday's was soft. Yeah. yeah no. Yesterday he, he he nudged him with this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and not even the, just that. It was it was tactical. He did that on purpose mm, to, to yeah to stop Sorry. him scoring. Which is why he got the red card. But I I, I but don't he know. didn't I, get the red card necessarily for the push. It was for stopping the goal. The goal scoring opportunity. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm. I don't think Trent should have been red carded. I'm not saying that. But. I, I don't see much difference. I think if you're running at speed, if you're sprinting, whether it's a little nudge in the back or it's a full-on shove, your go, your momentum will just take you over regardless. Mm. So I, I look in this in the same position. For me, that's not consistent. It's I'm not asking. I wasn't. I don't think it's a red card, but I don't think that you know in the space of 24 hours, one push is given as a you know foul penalty red card, and and a like for like in my opinion push, nothing. Spurs fan. Criticising refereeing. Interesting. I was told to get on with it, so you've got to get on with it, unfortunately. Yeah, because I, I said to get I, on with it like for two months after it happened. It just happened today. But I think I think in general, referees are definitely having a howler this season. It's only we're yes. literally only in November. I, I think they, they were given that instruction to, to let a little bit more physicality come into the game. But the only thing with that is it depends on who the referee is. Yeah, you can that can never be consistent. They're not yeah. always going to give the same decisions. That's just the only issue. It just feels like the, 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 the they're there to officiate the game, but they are determining the outcome of games far too often. Um, and yeah. it's just not, it's not good enough. But I, I feel that every, every time we, we record whoever's on, there's a deep discussion of one or two VAR issues or, or whatever. And it's, the, the standard's not good. That's the same reason why there's hardly any English refs going to the World Cup. It's because they're rubbish. Yeah, do, you they're think that's, do you think it's the reason why Arsenal top of the league? Because the refereeing is not very good in this country. They're top of the league because they score a lot of goals. Anyway, let's, let's not divert from City. Talk about mm -hmm. scoring Back to a lot of City. goals. Um, do you think that City are quite reliant on Haaland? I mean, at the end of the day... Is, is there an issue if we are? Like, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we get the same question about Kane. Oh, we, your striker scores goals. We bought him on Klarna. We bought him financed. We, we're not even starting to pay for the man until next season. Uh, we bought him for an absolute steal. Feed the goal and he will score. At the end of the day, we've got so many playmakers. It makes sense for us to, oh, I say, heavily reliant. But he's there. He just happens mm. to be there. And, you know, some people like... Jesus and Sterling don't know how to be there, but um, you know when when you when you're there when you've got the abilities, it, it, he's going to score. It, it, I, I can't really stop him. Really, like he genuinely is sort of an unstoppable force at the moment. Do you think some of your other attackers should be contributing? Um, more? I mean, the, Jack Grealish. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk, talk, talk about that. I, you know what? It's funny because that dick had nothing to do with. I, I look there all the time, every single week, whenever people go, oh, Grealish, wake up, wake up. I think it was a, it was a shit dig for one year, but it had nothing to do with Grealish, so I, I, I don't know. But, um... A hundred million British pounds, I think I said that this much, before. But, um, <laughs> in terms of the chances he's created as well, he's, he's quite high up there currently in the league in terms of creating chances and stuff like that. And it, do, it does have a significant impact especially on the kind of style of play of football we put out on on the pitch every other week i think obviously it's understandable why everyone's like oh yeah 100 million and i think unfortunately that is the burden that he's going to have to live with if he's going to stay at city we paid that kind of money and we know what we want from him and it isn't necessarily what the pundits and everyone else expects from 
paying 100 million for someone and expecting goals week in week out assists week in week out if you yes in... i would expect wait that. are you can you honestly say that he's given you what i'm you not want? I, I don't i don't understand i 100 don't think he's giving us exactly what um what we expect from him especially uh considering the caliber of players we have at city he's not playing 100 the best football but i have to for me i've, I've always been really confident in one trust in the process and trusting there's there's rarely ever been obviously apart from like our first season there's only been like a handful of signings that Pep's made that have been utter shite so I'm going to trust him on this one and hope that there's something there whether this is Champions League final goal Look, how long's the trial period but, yeah. Yeah. the thing is it's about two years just now. no because what the trial period the trial period for City is always normally a season or two the first season you ease in second season this is where you sort of have to work your magic Third season is pretty much where it's like kind Three of do, do, do or die. But that's the way. That's the way it's always been. We've had it for Stones when he was when he was a massive signing at the time. He wasn't the best first season. Second season he was better. Third season, great injuries and whatever. It's been like that for most of our players. And so. Um, I don't know what's going on between you guys, but you seem to be coming out of a lot of excuses. Oh, in terms of different and in terms of oh no, Jack, okay, and in, in terms of Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish, but should be putting in the numbers. And, and, well, Pep doesn't agree, so that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter is, whether. But the thing is, and I feel like the pundits in this country make such a momentous like shift in terms of what we have to believe is standard. Yes, it's a lot of money, but unfortunately, that is just the price tag that. Aston Villa no, but I can't lie, I they're need... letting Jack Grealish off easy. Exactly, even yeah. if you took away goals and assists, has there been a game where Jack Grealish was integral and he was the reason why City won that game? If Even if you took away goals and assists? Never. Oh, on the top of my head, no, not resting up necessarily. There's been times where we've needed some, not necessarily like a game changer, but we've lacked momentum in the game or we've, we're currently struggling in terms of chances and actually putting out some sort of... Um, effort and obviously we've seen that in the two Champions Leagues that Champions League games that I both watched that were nil nil. But anyway, last question on that: Do you think Jack Grealish will be a better player for you than Raheem Sterling was? <laughs> and, 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 if, and if not, why get rid of Sterling? Does Sterling have a three season trial period? Um, um, say that again. <laughs> I have absolutely no clue. I, I forgot about that man quick. But um, it's it is, it is that easy sometimes. But like, I didn't have much of an like emotional feeling when he left. To be honest, I was like, oh, fair enough. But um, I, I don't know. Genuinely, in this case, it's t- a time will tell. And I hundred percent agree that a lot of our city fans are kind of soft on Greenish at the moment. Oh yeah, but he's doing okay. And Pep says that you know he's got a purpose here. So I got to believe that. Yeah, we do need to obviously apply a bit more pressure I say a bit a lot more um you're waffling man you just have to see it what was the question will Jack Grealish be a better player for City than Raheem Sterling was I can hope so, man. Like, I can't really, I can't really necessarily give you an answer right now. The answer is no. The answer is actually no. No, because I genuinely need like. How long the, was how long was Sterling at City for? Don't, no, just seven years. 
seven years. I want you to uh, next next week. Someone pull up the numbers because the answer's no. Already, <laughs> <laughs> already not. Yeah, but you never know. Like I, he's not. He's not. He's not he, he hasn't. He has, the thing is, Grish hasn't peaked yet. Necessarily. He's twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Do you know he's, he's, he's got young, yeah, 27 and young. He's young, man. He was young at Aston Villa. He's not young. He spent most of his life, well, obviously, more. Like, this is supposed to be his peak now. Yeah, well, like, let him know. Let him know. It's a shocking peak. Yeah. All right, let's have a little, a brief conversation about United's loss. Um, United lost. You heard that, right? United hosting. Go ahead, go ahead. So, <laughs> talk us through the game. So, it was an absolute horror show. Um, we conceded two goals in 10 minutes. Um, our defenders, honestly, without the Varane Martinez partnership, there's, we, we're just not good at the back. And also, start when I saw the lineup starting Ronaldo and Van der Beek, I already knew we were going to lose because, really and truly, where are the goals going to come from? Not with Ronaldo on the pitch. Um, so already I didn't have high expectations going into that game. And it, as I predicted, it was absolutely awful. And um, what is going on with Van, Van, Van der Beek? I'm going to start gentle before. Wow, quite, frankly, quite frankly, I at first thought he was getting treated unfairly under Ole. But the more managers have come through, I'm actually starting to see that he's just not good. He's just not good. <laughs> No one believes in him. And if no one believes in you, it's no offence, you've got to go. You've if he can't get into Chiefs. Ten Hag's team no, when like, he was yeah, integral to that Ten Hag Ajax team, it's finished for him, he needs to move on. he got to go. And you said something interesting about um, Martinez. <clears throat> there was a debate recently, I can't remember if it was on the pod or in the group chat. Um, no, sorry, it was on the pod. Someone made a comment um, that he's top three centre-backs currently. So what happened to Mr. Top three today? Martinez... In the first half, I say he was a little bit shaky, but it, it doesn't help when you have someone like Lindelof. He's having to cover <laughs> a lot of ground. But so I thought the specific ma- point about the top three is that they can play next to anybody. Mm. I thought Ooh, that was I thought that was a point that was made in the chat. Point. Yeah, I thought that was a point that was made in the oh. chat that the, the best ones can play with anyone, you know. Excellent. And mm, Okay, but mm, I, I would mm. say that overall, his performance today wasn't shocking. It wasn't that bad. Like, yes, his teammates didn't help him, but he wasn't awful. So I, I, I would say that one goal, one game doesn't take away from your ability. If you're a good player, you're a good player, regardless of one bad performance. Okay. And then Cristiano Ronaldo. He, he, he banged something, all right? Your a thoughts. card. <laughs> My thoughts are that I'm sick and tired of United Football Club pandering to an old man. Like, if he wants to go, let him go. If he's going to throw his toys at the pram, let him throw them at the pram and go sit on the floor. Like, there's no reason for us to be rewarding him with games when, quite frankly, he doesn't bring much to the team. He's a hindrance more than he is a help. So I don't think that he should be starting. Today, he definitely shouldn't have started. He, he doesn't... ahead of him. So Rashford should have been... Um, no, Marshall should have started up front. Was, is he injured or, or, or not fit to start? Or? He's semi-fit, but I would rather an unfit Marshall than a fully fit Ronaldo. So, in my opinion, Ronaldo didn't help us today. Every time we, he starts with us, we don't cover as much ground. We don't press as much. We just don't play as well. And he just... I can't explain it, but our patterns of play when he's on the pitch aren't good. We tend to play balls, um, high balls or try and find him. When Rashford's up there, we play more between the lines and we, we just play faster, I'd say. So I just, 
I just don't like the guy and I just, I'm bored. I need him gone. He can play the Europa League. That's fine. That's working for me because I don't watch it. But in the Premier League, I don't need you there. I just don't. <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh no. though because I think how is that harsh because how can you base how can you say that um, I, I think obviously Ronaldo guarantees you goals no he doesn't how many is it 700 today. 800 league goals he doesn't if he guaranteed us goals he would he would have scored today we would have won the match he doesn't guarantee anything but do you not think it's the it was more wider than just Ronaldo the performance we play it better every single time when he's not starting every single time without fail. So do you think if if <laughs> do you think Van der Beek would provide better chances to Rashford if Rashford would have played Van in Beek the nine? Shouldn't be starting either. Ten Hag was being nice by starting him today, but it cost us. Don't 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 try and be nice by starting players you know that you've not been starting since the start of the season. Why are you trying to be nice now? We don't we don't need this. We don't have time for this. And where do you see Man United's season going? This, like, where do you think? Yeah, where do you think it'll end up, and what what would you think is going to be an acceptable outcome? Acceptable outcome, top four. Um, we're not. We're still on track. That's what I say. On track for what? Get top four. <coughs> for the top four. Um, Newcastle so, and Brighton are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can lodging. we just? Sorry, um, I know that we're um, coming towards the end, but can we just marinate on that a little bit? What do you mean by on track? On track, <laughs> on track meaning we're, United, we're not in the table in like Liverpool's position. Fifth or sixth? Oh. We're fifth. But so you think that that you can maintain that? Yes. So in your opinion, who do you think is going to be top four at the end of the season? I've said this on this pod before. Yeah, do you want me to say repeat it? Again, it? One more time. So I said um, Arsenal, City, um, United, and Spurs. Interesting. Um, can we timestamp that? <laughs> <laughs> so so you, think, you, think, you think Newcastle will drop out? Yeah, I've said this before though. You're confident. Are you are you more confident that um, in terms of the comment of uh, Bruno Fernando scoring 25 league goals, or are you oh, yeah. let it go? I'm never, never let let, it go. You can never Let's let that go. one go. Oh, that was woeful, Bruno. Because it was it was astronomical comment. <laughs> let it go. But that, that's my top four prediction, and we're still in it. So. But I think I think losing to teams like Aston Villa, yeah, what, where Newcastle are beating those teams. To be fair, Emery has United's password, so it doesn't surprise me that he managed to beat us again. <laughs> He's beat us so many times with so many different teams. At this point, it is what it is. Like, and last question: He's a How do you? How do you? For the first, well, it's not the half, but the first bit of the season. How do you think Eric's done? I think when Eric has <clears throat> been. when Eric has been decisive and he's you know dropped players such as Ronaldo I think we've done quite well when he started to let the voices get in his head his decision making is a bit shaky so I think he needs to go back to what he was doing before don't let all these voices don't let them get into your head all the United ex-pundits just ignore them they don't know what they're talking about Are you done? To be fair, I think the World Cup comes at a good time because I think the the problem is when you have players who are stinking out the place um, and with their attitude, I mean, um, and they're not playing, it's very delicate, especially I think of a a player of Ronaldo's stature. I think it can probably be more 
maybe more detrimental mm-hmm. to have him outside of the squad than it is because he's just going to stink up the place. But maybe the World Cup, not that I want it to happen because obviously we're competing for the same spots, but maybe the World Cup, obviously then it's what a week when that finishes for the window to open mm-hmm. and he can go, not that I don't know anybody who's going to be paying his this wages. That's what I'm saying. But, but if they want to terminate the contract, I'm, I'm welcoming that with open arms. Terminate the damn contract, let him go. Ronaldo's not accepting any termination if he ain't got nowhere to go. He's not going to. He's not going to the job center. (laughs) (laughs) He, I think, I feel like he needs to retire on a good note. Just retire. Call it a day. You've done your like. You've done. He's not going to retire mid season. His ego is too big for that. Can I um, ask the rest of the panel a question? Um, So we're going to start with Sammy. Do you think? (laughs) Do you think Man United are going to finish in top four? No. (laughs) Sorry. No. Conference week is calling, bro. No. Nope. Do you think Chelsea are finishing in top oh, Sorry, wait, wait, one more time. Br- Brie, do you think? No. <laughs> do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the general consensus is... Okay. No. Just, I just wanted to, you know... Okay, no, that's fair. Cool. Everyone's right. got their opinions. Get the host back. Okay. Thank you, Timo. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a final conversation that I wanted to have around who the best defensive partnership in the league is. I mean, obviously... It's not going to be Martinez and Varane. Um, so not? Because it's not... Top three. Top three centre-back, apparently. Martinez be- individually is really good. Anyway, back to um, centre-back partnership. I feel like it's fairly going to be between Gabriel, Saliba and Newcastle's Shah and Botman. And Martin- Martinez and Varane. You're not escaping. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Who has the best... Centre-back. What about City City centre-backs? Yeah. The thing is, it's we don't, have, we, don't, we, don't, so yeah, we don't have, like, a solid... Like, ever since, ever since after we had Diaz and Stones, which is arguably our best centre-back pairing, we have... Uh, yeah, we've it's been chopping change. and changing this season. Because they have Ake one week, they have Laporte, yeah, and they have like Kanji, Kanji, as well. Kanji now as well. Who I thought uh, was rubbish, yeah. but looking like a very serious player. But. What about Liverpool? Yeah, Obviously, no, we, They're included. No, they're not included. So who do you think has the best? I'm, I'm going to start with Ella. It's not much choice. Or unstrippable. I mean, <laughs> if your players are not among, it's not our fault, is it? I know. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to chaos. But you see how the standards have dropped and all the silly comments. And all the, <laughs> <laughs> and all the top three. Anyway. Um, the thing is, I like Saliba, but I don't like Gabriel. Um, I'm going to go with Botman and Sharp. Tima? Statistically, well, Newcastle conceded the, the least amount of goals. I'm never going to say, I'm never going to say Martinez. Um, I've been imp- I can see you, Luke Maria, please. <laughs> I've been impressed with Saliba. Say that again. But <laughs> I think that's the, I think... I think the, the most impressive partnership to me, because I didn't think they would do as well as the Newcastle partnership. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to go with the Newcastle partnership. That's fair. Lauren? Um, either the Newcastle partnership or a combination for me of whichever City defenders um, start the game. Because I think whichever combination Pep is using, it's working um, still, nonetheless. And yeah, I because of Gabriel, I can't say... Saliba Gabriel because I think why does everyone hate Gabriel because, Ga- Ga- because I think Gabriel no but I think <laughs> I, I, when you watch Gabriel play the man panics and then he you know that it, the mistake is there and I and I think 
you, I, I don't think you can put your best centre back pair in if you know that there's one of them. He reminds can... me of Lovren. He really does. Oh my god! And, no, oh, no, I forgot about Lovren. You know, that's the period. But that he had Wait, that, which period was that? No, 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 no. 17-18, oh. Champions League run, World Cup run. He was actually very good. But he had that bozo moment in him. So, he. I'm not saying he's a bad centre-back. <laughs> but do, you he, not, do you not also think it's because of the fake hairline and the, and the team? Shut up. Spray on the spray on the hairline. Anyway, yeah. choice. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously yeah, also going to go for the Newcastle pairing simply because I think that's one of the things that I don't think anyone saw coming. But also, as uh, a Swifty Stones representative, any centre-back pairing that has Stones in, I'm all for it. I'm for the call. Sammy? I'm sticking with my boys, Saliba and Gabriel. I love watching the two of them together. I feel like they are working well. And obviously, this is Saliba's you know, first season as a first-team player. So they're definitely adapting to both positions um, very well. And of course, I get it. Gabriel, he has his bozo gene, but I just love that he's an aggressive player. He's, he, he just, he's just relentless. I love it. So, Shai is somewhere sticking by spinning. It. I know Shai is spinning <laughs> on this conversation. <laughs> it's because, you know, Saliba, that's, he's, he's that guy. I think based on what we said today, Shah and Botman win. Anyway, we're going to leave that there. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Please do make sure to subscribe and follow us on our social channels, on TikTok, on Instagram. See you next week. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.